Hey everybody, welcome to the Mini Break by Cracked Rackets, your daily podcast for storylines, results, and controversy in the tennis world. Today is Wednesday, May 8th, and we're here for another great podcast. This time we're focusing in on Madrid. My name is Jamie McDonald, and I'll be your host for the action today, and with me is my Wednesday regular. It's Matt Stokoyak. Matt, how's it going, man? What's going on, Jamie? I'm doing pretty well. A little tired, you know, these weeks, man. They just grinding away every single day it's you know i gotta find some sleep at some point but how you doing man well you're preaching to the choir on that front so uh, on that <laughs> note as as i always promise most of the time I'll, i fulfill it but uh we'll, we'll try and keep it short and sweet um i recorded with gruskin last night and well oh I'm, you, we, you know know how how that, we know how that went <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a broken record though i think we start off every single pod saying that but um anyway listeners if you haven't already be sure to check out our weekly drop shots it's an article that we put out each week covering news across the tennis world uh, the most recent article covers everything from drama in the ncaa tournament to the gimmelstab controversy so just make sure you're all caught up um but for right now you know in terms of me and stokoyak here we are headed to madrid to talk about the results from today or for you all listeners yesterday as you know we record these on tuesday night so um let's get into it on the women's side some interesting storylines that, that at least i wanted to pull out osaka is tested real hard here but ended up showing why she's number one i mean she has a tight two first sets then just rips through the third set 6-0 after dropping the second she shows why she's on top and you know that's that's who she is right now yeah, I mean, she definitely didn't play her best in this match no, in the first couple of, you know, she was trying to grind it out as best she could. But, you know, at the end of the day, I think mentally, you know, that's where she's so strong. And she just knew she, there was no way she was losing that match. I mean, it didn't matter if it was in a third set, whatever. Uh, she was just going to do what it took to win. And she did that convincingly 6-0 in the third. So she gets through and, you know, sometimes all you need to do is just get through a match like that and she'll probably start playing a lot better. Yeah, her opponent did have a cool name though, you know, Soribe Stormo. I mean, that's that's a sweet name. That's a good. You got to give some credit there. That's a good that's Spanish a good, three namer. It is. You're not wrong. Uh, but anyway, also on the women's side, um, Kerber has to pull out. She's the four seed in this. Retires, doesn't even play her match against Martic. And then also Pliskova's sisters, not a good day. Christina goes out to Vekic, four and four. Carolina loses to Kozlova, five seven six two four six. Tough day for the twins. Yeah, it is. I mean, I'm definitely a little bit more surprised that Carolina lost, obviously, to Kozlova. I mean, Christina Vekic is a great player. That scoreline doesn't surprise me too much. But Carolina losing in the first round, I mean, that I wouldn't – or second round, I guess. She probably got a bye yeah, possibly in the first. 32. But. I, think she, I think she actually had a tight round of 64 against uh, – who was it? Oh, it was actually – I think it was weird. I think it was another um, person from Ukraine. I think it was Yestrom – Yes or Miska? I'm not sure. But anyway. Oh, okay. Yeah, tight, I mean. Tight round there. It, exactly. And, you know, she goes out here. I, It's one of those things, man. These these premier tournaments are so tough. I mean, every yeah, draw. You, you can't, even if you're a top seed, you're going to get a tough draw. So, you know, she ends up losing here. But, you know, I look for her as we get through the rest of the clay court season into the French Open. I mean, I, I think she can make a pretty deep run. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. So it looks like she got through that first round, um, five seven seven six six three. Absolutely a battle. Probably took a toll on her at least today. Um, drops that first set five seven, wins the second second six two, and then drops the final one six four. Unfortunate for her, but no question she'll rebound. But 
that whole competitive spirit and the incredibly competitive draw, that's definitely not limited to the fact that it's a WTA premier event. On the Masters 1000 side for the men, this is an incredibly competitive draw as well. Um, and just before we start, thoughts on the day? Yeah, I mean, what a day, right? I mean, yeah. I remember when the when the draw first came out, I was like, man, this this is just an awesome draw. I mean, I love the Masters 1000s because... The draws aren't quite as big as as Grand Slams, you know, 64 draws cutting some of those players out, but that means that every single match starting with the first round is just an absolute awesome match to watch. I mean, the matchups are just so great and and this tournament especially. I mean, the way that the draw kind of fell, I, I knew yeah. right away. I was like this tournament's going to be phenomenal. So, yeah, it's been fun. Sure. It's been fun watching it, man. Yeah, there's danger in every single part of this draw, yep. and that, that's why we love the Masters 1000s. But without any further ado, let's get into it. Um, starting off hot here, team takes out Opelka, 6-7, and then we see a retirement from Opelka. This was an odd one. What what happened? Yeah, so, I mean, Opelka looks like he put a put a decent scare into Dominic team here, For at sure. least in the first set. I mean, he wins a breaker. That's not all that surprising. I no. mean, with Opelka, we're expecting tiebreakers, so he was able to play good enough to win that first set breaker. But I noticed towards the end of the second set, uh, I think it was a back issue. He started to feel something yeah. in his lower back. He ended up calling a medical timeout, had the trainer come out and work on him. And, you know, I don't know really... I mean, to what degree, obviously, you know, how bad it was really hurting him, but it, it seemed like he was going to be at least ready to give it a go in the third set. He starts serving, and it was just a really odd game, that first game of the third set. Opelka just did not look right. He made, like, two brutal forehand errors to go down Love 30, and then he served and volleyed at Love 30. Looks like he wanted to just get the point over with as quickly as possible. He ends up bricking up. A relatively routine volley a little bit wide to go down love 40 and then he double faults to give the game away at love so he gets broken at love right out of the box in the third and then he you know he just pulls the plug pulls the ripcord and uh you know shakes hands and that was it man so i don't know how bad that back injury was but clearly i mean it was hampering him enough to where he couldn't continue in this match so team team squeaks it out yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're Dominic team, you're lucky here. But, you know, Opelka must have just not felt like he could serve and move adequately. You know, of course, we're hoping that it's nothing serious in that regard. But, you know, you get broken in love and you're Riley Opelka. That's, that's, a, that's a tough look. He, the rest of that set's not looking too pretty. <laughs> yeah, and, I mean, he just he didn't look right in that game yeah. either. I mean, you could tell right, something. you could tell with the errors. Yeah. Exactly, with the errors, it, you know, and it could have been mental just in his head, like, you know what, I'm not ready to, to go out and do this. So, you know, whether it was physical, mental, combination of both, he just, he wasn't ready in that third set. So, yeah, that was it. Well, team moves on. That's one of, what, three Americans that lost today? We'll get into those um, yeah. as well, unfortunately. But as we move on down the list we've got here, Pui takes out Chorich, 6-3-7-5, and this is a big win for Pui. Um, he's had some rough results recently he had a really good yes. run in australian open i think you and i talked a little about this at least maybe last week or even two weeks ago his 2019 campaign since australian open just has not been good um so this was an important one for him oh definitely especially in a big tournament um you know he needs to he needs to find some confidence and i think this is the kind of match that can give it to him Chorch has has actually been playing well this year i mean he's always a tough out so for Pui to get this win in straight sets you know, hopefully gain some confidence. 
I mean, there's still time left this year. You know, you mentioned he has not had a good 2019, but there's still time left. I mean, he can put together a run at the French if he can do that. I, I like his game, you know, even during the grass court season. I think Pui can be a dangerous grass court player. And then obviously going into the hard courts, we know what he's done at the U.S. Open. I mean, making the quarterfinals there a couple years ago. So he just, you know, he's got to string together some matches. So hopefully he can, you know, put together a little run here and, and keep it going. Yeah, well, I'm sure he's hoping that this is the start of something good for him on the clay. But um, two guys who are already incredible on the clay and have clay resumes of their own, Ferrer and Bautista Agut, the Spaniards, going at it. This was a phenomenal match from start to finish. 6-4, 4-6, 6-4. The veteran who is on his farewell tour gets the win. This was an absolute grind. I mean, this was a match, like, if you were, if we were to talk yesterday and just picture in our heads what the what this match would look like, that's exactly how it went yeah, down. Right. I mean, exactly how we thought it would go down. Just an absolute grind. I mean, it was a blast. I, I got to watch most of this one. It was fun, man. You just, you know what to expect with these guys. They're both true pros. They just, they show up every single day. They hit the court. They're going to grind. They're not going to give their opponents anything easy. And that's exactly what happened here. Ferrer was able to get the win. You know, he's playing with, you know, kind of that mentality of, each match here could be my last one. Exactly. So I think he wants to literally lay everything he can on the line because, you know, he's going to hang it up. So, yeah. yeah, it was great to see him get through. Obviously, a great effort by Bautista Good as well. And, yeah, just two two warriors, man. I, I, I've really enjoyed watching both these guys throughout their career. Yeah, no, this one was a lot of fun, and it definitely did not disappoint. I mean, like you said, this is what we expected, and you'd expect nothing less from these guys. Yep. I mean, they're two to the most, I don't know, just well-regarded workhorses on the on the tour. And so, no, it was a lot of fun to watch. I will say I am decently surprised that Ferrer ended up coming out on top. I'm Believe me, I'm very happy, but with how hard he had to work just to get every single service hold, it seemed like. yeah. I mean, he's just, look, I mean, we, we know who Ferrer is. We know his game, especially as of late, you know, being able to hold has not been his strength. And so, um, especially when someone like Batista Agut is getting all these clean looks, like I, I was impressed he was able to come out. Yeah, there were a lot of breaks in this match. I mean, as we would kind of expect, two great returners, you know, holding serve was tough to come by for right. both guys. So, yeah, I mean, it went down pretty much the way that we might expect, you know, uh, but yeah, for Ferrer to get that win, I mean, that, that could be a little surprising. I would have thought, you know, obviously Bautista Gudi and the favorite going in, but you know, with these two guys, man, I mean, nothing, nothing would really surprise me. Yeah, no, that's fair. Well, as we move on, we're looking at another battle here and there were, there were a good amount of three set ones today. Um, so once again, just a testament to the level of play we have, um, you know, for just our entertainment, which is awesome. But Shardy takes out Ramos Vanolas, a great play quarter, 6-2-4-6-7-5. Fonini, who's been putting together a great resume on the clay so far, takes out Kyle Edmonds, 6-4-6-3. Then this is the battle uh, that I talked about yesterday on, on Gruskin's hosted pod. Schwartzman and Chechenato, two great clay quarters. Definitely the weirdest scoreline of the day here. 6-0-4-6-6-1. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that... That is odd, man. And these two, I believe they played, I can't remember if it was last week or the week before in Barcelona, but these two guys actually matched up recently. I remember the match. And it was similar, but it went the other way, I think. I, I think Chechenado came back and ended up winning that one. This one, Schwartzman gets gets the win here, but 
Yeah, I mean, talk about two clay quarters that like to grind. I mean, again, similar to Ferrer and Bautista Agut, these are just two guys that are going to show up and grind. They love the clay. That scoreline, though, is interesting, man. I mean, a 6-0 and a 6-1 set, you know, sandwiched between, you know, the the 4-6 set for Chechenato. It's interesting, but yeah, that's that's what happens sometimes. I mean, we, well, and but yeah, sorry, go ahead. You're good. I was just gonna say we, you know, you see that occasionally on tour. I mean, it it happens, but you know, we're used to seeing a little bit tighter, at least on clay, especially. True. No, it's very true. I will say though, I mean, it looks like I mean these guys have had at least in their other the previous meeting they've had lopsided sets as well i mean it looks like a couple months ago chechenato took out schwartzman and beat him bad one and two so it's it's very interesting and maybe it's just such a matchup dependent thing here but yeah it could be both of these guys are so i mean they're just so dangerous on the clay and when they're feeling it they're going to be good i mean i chechenato yeah he was favorite to win this but i never really thought that this was really like a big oh he's the favorite on the clay i mean because when you've no, got schwartzman right. I mean, on the other it, side of the net Exactly. I don't think anybody's viewing that as like a huge upset or anything right. like that. No, absolutely. But as we go on, talk about two routine sets, not sandwiched with a 4-6 in between. Vavrinka takes out Air Bear 2 and 3. Are we getting back to peak Vavrinka or are we ever going to get close? Mm, let's, let's let this thing play out a little bit. I, I don't know if I'm ready to go there yet, but... Let's just see how the rest of this tournament goes, how Rome goes, and then you know we can maybe talk about it again going into Roland Garros. Just see where he's at, see what his draw looks like. Yeah, um, well, I'll but, tell you this. I mean, he's he's always dangerous, man. He is, and well, we'll say this much. Vavrinka, he's got one pell of a test tomorrow. Am I right? We'll get you <laughs> later. Uh, call me Gruskin on that one. <laughs> yes. Hey, great shot. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, but no, as we continue to go through this, we'll talk about Vavrinka's matchup. Um, tomorrow and that's going to be a fun one for sure but her catch takes out damon hour battle of some young guys here takes him out six three six four i guess a little bit disappointing um from damon hour's side her catches looked really good though yeah i mean demon or on the clay man i'm just not sold i'm just not sold on him on this surface quite yet I just yeah, haven't he's got to translate. It. Yeah, he's got to he's got to be able to translate his incredible movement on the hard court because that's what he's so used to. He does, and it's just the way that he hits the ball. His balls are so flat. He hits such a flat yeah. forehand that on clay you've got to have that topspin. I mean, you watch guys and they are just absolutely ripping topspin. I mean, for example, like Schwartzman and Chechenato. I mean, those guys are hitting a lot of RPMs on the ball, and that's what you got to do on clay and. A lot of his balls are either going to clip the tape or they're going to go a little bit long because he doesn't have that margin in his game. And on clay, you're going to get burned a little bit more. You can get away with that on the hard courts more because mm -hmm. they're faster. And so you can you can mask that a little bit. On the clay, that'll get exposed. So he's he's yeah, that's true. you know he's going to have to work on that. I think he can do it. You know he's still young. And everything I really like his upside, but on this surface, yeah. definitely I would I would consider it. His worst, his you know, his least preferred surface for sure. Which is which is interesting because, I mean, I don't know. Do you think does he, he moves look, well? Right, that's what I'm saying. So that's why I brought that up. It's because it seems like he does move well, but when he's on a hard court, his movement just looks so much superior relative to the other guys. I don't know. Is that fair to say? Yeah, yeah, no, I think that's fair to say. I mean, it it gets it gets masked a little bit on clay, and it's not yeah, quite as much. It. It, it's not quite as much of an advantage on this surface. So. You know, he can still be a good player, and I, you know, 
I, I don't want to say he's a, he's a bad clay court player, but I, I think it's just a few small things in his game that he's going to have to just adjust a little bit if he wants to find more success on this surface, especially at this level. I mean, we're talking yeah. Masters thousand level, you know, it's the cream of the crop. So yeah, and I think I think if he finds a way to use his movement effectively and sort of buy into the clay court game. I mean, he'll be really, really dangerous because, you know, we've mm-hmm. seen his wheels. We've seen just his raw athleticism. He's going to be able to track down balls, and he's going to make it very, very hard to finish points, especially yeah. on the clay where it's already harder to hit someone off a court. For sure. So if, if, if he plays with that in mind, I think he can develop. And granted, very young guy here. So needless to say, I'm not worried. Yeah, no, completely agree. Um, and then the, the, one of the big results as well, Federer, a lot of question marks coming to him. Haven't seen him on the clay very much. <laughs> Just absolutely rips through Gasquet. We expect him to win this, but two and three, and he looked incredibly comfortable out there. Fed the man. I mean, he just doesn't matter the surface, doesn't matter how old he gets. You know, he's just going to go to work. It's crazy. His first match on clay in what seems like forever. I mean, it's really like, you know, a couple, few years, but yeah, I mean, he looked good, man. I mean, this is. Well, he, he, yeah, he was out there hitting drop shots off of return for returns. I mean, this guy. He's, he's fine. <laughs> he's the goat, man. He's the goat. He's he's gonna play well. Any anywhere, any place, any time. It was good signs. Good signs to see, you know, because Absolutely. I thought at least coming into this tournament, he was gonna be vulnerable early. Like that's where I feel like he was gonna, you know, if he was gonna have some rust on this surface, you know, if he was gonna be a little hesitant, that would show in the first couple of rounds. But if he can get through the first couple of rounds, I mean, I, I just think he gets more dangerous as the tournament goes on, to be honest. So this yeah. was a really good sign for, for him. Yeah, no, I think that's definitely fair. And, and, well, you know, we'll see throughout this tournament. I mean, I think, I think he's been really smart about his clay court preparation. He's taken it really seriously this year. Um, and so he's going to be ready. Yeah, no and what. I mean, even so we'll see what the next even round in goes. the past, he was never a bad clay court player. Right? Oh, he was no. always really, yeah, really not. good on clay. It was just he was never like Nadal's level, you know. But, you know, compared to everybody else, I mean, we're talking about one oh, yeah. of the top clay court players absolutely in the world. So, you know. Oh yeah, he's 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 not going to have much difficulty until it comes to the big right. guys. But as we continue through, we got Millman taking out American Stevie seven six seven six. That's a tough one. Chilich takes out Struff, somebody who we've talked about, been very up and down, but has some posted some great results. Chilich, another tight one. You know, he barely got through that match with Clijon, but now he takes out Struff four six six three six four. Simone, the Frenchman, somebody who I kind of had some hopes for this season. I was I was really into rooting for the veteran French guys. I don't know if I gave you that take, but I was hoping for the Songas and the Simones to come up. But unfortunately, no, he goes out 4-6-6-1, Dillian. Djokovic takes out Fritz just like we'd expect him to, 4-2. and two. And that ends the, well, at least for today's results, the Americans, unfortunately. 0-3 in that regard, not like the first day. Opelka goes out, Stevie goes out, Fritz goes out. But we still have Tiafo. <laughs> yeah, still have Tiafo and you know, as as we get deeper, it always gets tougher. I mean, For sure. the the Djokovic Fritz matchup, I don't think anybody was really expecting Fritz to win that. That would have been an no. absolutely massive result. You know, I thought he played pretty well in the first set. He gave it everything he had. You know, Joker though is just He's tough, man. It's just not a good matchup for Fritz. I mean, because no. Joker can just defend and track down his shots. Fritz is trying to play a power game on clay. It's, 
you know, it's just not the best formula. So that one, not not as much of a shocker. And tough draw for Stevie Johnson as well. I mean, John Millman's a guy that, you know, talk about an absolute workhorse. I mean, this guy might work harder than anybody on tour. I mean, he's just, he is an absolute grind. I When I saw the draw and I saw them matched up, I, I knew that was yeah, probably one. not going to end well for Stevie. Just the matchup. I mean, Stevie wants to play big. He wants to hit that serve in forehand. And on clay, it's just not going to work as well as it is, you know, on a hard court. And Millman's going to be there to track everything down. So six and, and that six, match, it's tough. Yeah, that match was super close. Six and six, both tie breaks were seven five. I mean, he was right there. Exactly. You know, comes down to just a, a couple of points sure. and, you know, he just wasn't able to get it done. So the struggles for Steve Johnson continue. He hasn't, you know, really had the year that he wanted either. We'll see if he can turn it around. I mean, I'd, I'd look for him to do it more as we get past Roland Garros, probably, and, you know, into the grass court season. He's had some success on the grass before. He's won a grass court tournament or two. So I think we may may see him turn his year around, um, just not within the next month. It'll probably be after Roland Garros, to be honest. Gotcha. Well, all right. good to know where you're at, but we're always rooting for the American guys. But, you know, hey, back to the French. Manorino posts a win for the French country, takes out Sousa, 7-5-5-7-6-1. Pella takes out Medvedev. That's a big win, 6-2-1-6-6-3. Fuksovic takes out Goffin, 6-4-7-5. Before we move into the matches for tomorrow, general, you know, out of this day. I know he said general thoughts on the day at the very beginning, but what out of this was most your surprising, what's most the surprising result you got out of today? The most surprising result uh, would probably be, I mean, I don't want to, like, I really don't want to say Federer, but I mean, I was actually a little bit surprised at the manner in which he took care of Gasquet like that. I mean, it really was routine. I don't know if I was expecting it to be all that routine. So I'm going to say that for me was a, that was definitely a surprise in a good way. Um, but then Medvedev going down to me is also that, that one's a little bit bigger of a surprise. I mean, this guy's been on a tear. He's won more matches than pretty much anybody. He may be leading the ATP tour and match wins in 2019. I think he Medvedev, still is. He's, I think he still is. He still is. Yeah, he's been so good this year. I mean, every week just seems like he's been so consistent. So yeah. to have an early round loss, you know, granted he was playing Guido Pella, who is also in phenomenal form right now. So that that kind of mitigates that result just a little bit. It's not quite as shocking because Pella's been – really, really good lately, especially on clay. That's another guy who just loves his surface. So, right. I mean, for me, I, w- I was looking for Medvedev though, to get through that yeah. and, you know, make a run in this tournament. So for me, I would say that that was, you know, Medvedev losing combined with Federer just dismantling Gasquet like that was, was pretty surprising for me. Everything else, it kind of went as I expected it to. I mean, Chorich, I, I definitely... That was the only one for me. That I would Chorich yeah, that I would add. I w- uh, exactly, and I was just going to mention that as well. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have picked Pui over Chorich, so I guess that would have been an upset that I didn't see coming. But I mean, we know Pui has the game; he just he has to turn it on. He hasn't done it all year, so for him to finally put a, a solid match together against a top opponent, you know, great for him. 
Yeah, absolutely. Well, and as that, that wraps up our results from the day, but now we get to look forward to the matches that are upcoming. Um, this is going to be another great day. You know, we've got some big names. We've got people who are taking the court who haven't yet in a while. Del Potro looking at you. Um, and so let's run through these matches for tomorrow. We got Nishikori taking on Delian Fuksovics in Monfi, Vavrinka and Pella. That's the one I was alluding to earlier. I think that one's going to be a ton of fun. Fonini Millman. Pui Herkatch, Verdasco Hatchinov, Tiafo Kohlschreiber, Shardy Schwartzman, Laszlo Jerry taking on Del Potro, Tsitsipas, and Manorino, Felix Ajua Eliasim going up against Nadal, and closing with Ferrer Zverev. Holy cow, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's those are some great matchups, uh, you know, and that's what's going to happen, man. As, as, as the days keep going on and the, you know, the rounds keep progressing, we're going to get these awesome matches, but... Out of all these, the, the last two that you mentioned for me are are must see matches. I mean, FAA and Nadal that that's popcorn, man. Like, get your pop your popcorn, man, for that one. Because is it or is Nadal just gonna roll him? I I don't know. I I mean, with I mean, like right now, do you think that's like if if someone if someone was talking to you and you had to no like I, actually like do you think it's gonna be close or no? Uh, yes, I do. Because wow, okay. from from what I've I hope so. from what I've seen out of Nadal the last couple tournaments, That's he's fair. just not in that peak Rafa form. He's just not. I mean, maybe he'll find it, but from what we've seen, he's not there yet. So FAA on the clay, I, I think FAA loves the clay. To be honest, I mean, he won a bunch of challengers on clay. He's good on that surface. So I, I look for it to be. I look for a good match, man. I think that's popcorn. I really do. And then Ferrer Zverev, these guys have already played a couple times this year. So we get like, I don't know if it's the third or fourth time in the last several months that they've played, but I know they've they've split their last couple of matches. So, I mean, that one yeah. could really go either way too. Zverev obviously has not been in good form. He's had a bunch of early round losses too. So can Ferrer keep keep it going, you know, and, and live to play another match. I think those are two super interesting matches that I'm looking out for. Yeah, no, that's, that's definitely true. Cause you're right. Um, last time they played was in Miami, not too long ago. And Ferrer took him out, um, six, three in the third. And then there, right before so. that though, definitely, I believe they yeah. played in Acapulco. Zverev beat him. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, they've played yep. a couple times recently. So yeah, they have. that, that one, that'll be telling. That'll be interesting. Yeah, well, of course I'm pulling for Ferrer there. Come on, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta cheer for the guy in the farewell tour. The, the little beast. Of course, but uh, no, I think you're absolutely right. Those are gonna be fun. I mean, I could pretty much pick any of these, and I would love to watch them. But Vavrinka Pella, I think, is gonna be a really important one for Stan. It, it, it's a good barometer to see where he really is because Pella, mm -hmm. man, he's in form and he is great on the clay. So. Yep. Stan, if you want to be able to start making deep runs, you got to be able to put together solid performances against people who aren't going to give you much. Yep. Um, Verdasco, Hachinov, I think I think that's got a lot of potential to be fun just because, I mean, both those guys, their games from the ground, especially on the clay, is just entertaining in and of itself. And then Del Potro, I mean, I don't care who he's playing, he's back. True. And I'm going to watch him. Very true. I'm going to watch him. That that one, I mean, you've got to watch him. We got, we got to see what he looks like in his first match back. I mean, that's... That's super yeah. important. So hopefully, you know, hopefully he can bring it and he's and he's looking solid. I mean, whether he wins or loses, I'm I'm more looking for, you know, how is he hitting the ball? Is he making clean contact or is he shanking a bunch of balls? You know, we're gonna be able to tell a lot just about kind of 
I don't I don't want to yeah. say the form that he's in, but just you know whether he's whether he's ready to really be back and and make a deep run at one of these next few tournaments or not. Because you know if he's hitting the ball crisply and cleanly, well he's he's quite frankly he's probably just gonna win. <laughs> so yeah, you that's know, fair. We'll we'll see. Hopefully no. hopefully he can do well. No, you're definitely right. There's a ton to look forward to now. Of course. I hope I'll be able to watch all of this. Unfortunately, you know, I don't have TC Plus. I don't know if you eh, do. Probably not. I don't know if you yeah. do. But <laughs> no, no. Of course not. I'm not going to sell out for it. I refuse. <laughs> I, I mean, I feel like I, I will eventually, but I don't know, man. We get so much on TC as it is. Like, you know, it. I'll do it eventually. It's true. It's just not having not having the ability to pick sometimes is tough. You know, it, 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 I, I agree. And then you like, I do agree. You, you're like, oh man, I'm going to watch this sweet match with Ferrer. And then you turn it on, it's like Ben Chich, and you're like, okay, well, I'm sure this will be a good match, but you know, yeah. I want to watch what I want to watch. Yeah. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. But anyway, well, we can hope to the tennis channel people or the tennis gods and hope that they show the right <laughs> matches at the right time. Um, but for now, listeners, that is all we've got for you. Matt, I want to thank you for coming on again and just you are the glue for this Wednesday mini break. So <laughs> shout out to you. Uh, but as we close here, what do we say? That's right. All right. And thank you. We'll catch you next time. Thank you.